If you're an athlete, you know the greatest motivator of all is the fear of letting your teammates down. After all, a team is only as good as its weakest link. So you owe it to those wearing the same jersey as you to be your best every time you step on the field. That's why there's no vape in team. When you vape, you can expose your lungs to toxic chemicals that can damage your lungs. If you're a step behind, the team's a step behind. Brought to you by The Real Cost and the FDA. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code SPOTIFY for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, lo. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. So keep that in mind. Yeah. Hey, forget I asked. <laughs> That'll definitely It'll, do. Ew. Join the f- Discord. It was the least fun I've ever had playing this game. A small but vibrant and extremely humble community. No, I've seen the sleeves, but I'm like, you said you're suiting up and then you put your sleeve on. Thank you for saying that. Because I'm a demon on the keys. Next thing I know, we're both dead. I immediately left the lobby. In Vietnam. What are they playing for? Are they playing to win? <laughs> Stay humble. Stay humble. We are live. Welcome to The Drop Shot, episode 19, almost to episode 20. Kind of crazy. Life comes at you fast, as they say. Uh, my name is Casey, also known as Razanon. I am joined, as always, by my good friend Tanner. Tanner, say hello to everyone. What's going on, everyone? And uh, today we are doing something a little new. A little new. A little more off the cuff, as it were. One member of our small but vibrant and extremely humble community has suggested that we do like a, a Q&A type of stream for our Saturday edition and we didn't have anything in particular we wanted to go over so we thought that was a good idea and we fielded some questions from the Dropshot Discord and you should join the Dropshot Discord by the way which I will conveniently link for you in the chat and if you are listening on your favorite podcasting platform you can find that link in the show notes so we got some questions from Discord, and uh, we've got some alcohol in our systems. I bought a breathalyzer on Amazon.com because... Don't give me that fucking face, Tanner. Because it's amusing. How about that, bitch? How about there's no practical reason whatsoever, but I just want a fucking breathalyzer. How about that? Dude, weren't we having a conversation about this? Is that why you bought it? 
Uh, Is that you and I having that conversation? I, we talked about it, yeah. It's, yeah. it's fucking possible. Let's put it that way. Damn. So I'm jealous. Yeah. They're, breathalyzers are fun and exciting way to entertain yourself when you're quarantined. So hopefully my delivery man doesn't use it first. Being in contact with all those people. So... Uh, It'd be ideal if he did not use it. It would be ideal. So let's catch up on the chat here. Brad's gonna buy so many tank tops with some money, dude. <laughs> I, I live in I live in Southern California, bro. First of all, and second of all, look at all this studio lighting, courtesy of the Dropshot LLC. Let me. Uh, okay, so you can see I have this light. I have a light up here. That's a California Republic flag, best state in the fucking union. Uh, I have a floodlight right here. I've got another floodlight over there. And once again, I can't stress this enough. I live in Southern California, where it's hot as all get out, as they say in other parts of the country, where they are not liberal coastal elites like I am. So, um... I need to... So, here's the thing, right? I started streaming way the fuck back in the day. When did I start streaming? Let me look into this. I've got the documents, as Alex Jones might say. I started streaming in, according to my About Me panel, 2013. Seven fucking years ago, right? And seven years ago, there were no rules. It was the Wild West, on twitch.tv slash Razanon. And there was no code of conduct. There was no dress code policy. You could do whatever the fuck you want. So here's what I would do. I would rip bongs. All the time. I would drink copious amounts of alcohol. That would actually. Uh, an amount that would actually get me banned. Now on Twitch. For like the self harm policy. It's happened to many people. And most importantly, I would stream shirtless. And why would I stream shirtless? Because I game shirtless. And why do I stream shirtless or game shirtless? Because it's hot as all get out, which we've gone over, right? If you were paying attention. So that's the reason I always wear tank tops to answer your question. It was really just a statement. And now I've given you this huge diatribe that no one asked for. But that's why I have so many tank tops. Because it's too hot in my room. So, figure it the fuck out. How about that? How do you always wear t-shirts, Tanner? That's an excellent question. Let's start there. Let us let me start off the Q&A. How do you wear a t-shirt? Um, first off, I have this thing. Hey, to start with, I take care of my grandmother. I don't pay the fucking electric bill. I run the heater when I want to. Or I run the elect the air when I want to because I need to keep her how she wants. I don't give a fuck how much it is because I don't pay a goddamn dime. Okay. Also, I've never liked tank tops because I'm white and I don't work out. So I don't have muscles just like you. So there's no reason to wear a tank top. So, see, I found I found a little workaround to that issue. I got inked the fuck up. Yeah. Inked the that fuck actually, up. That helps a lot. It, it does help. help, dude. It does help. So now I'm not white. I'm colored. 
I'm not a person of color, but the tattoo is colored. There are colors in the tattoo. This is not a racial issue. I'm just saying this arm is no longer white. It's purple and orange and uh, multiplicity of other hues. So that makes sense, though. Okay. I've... I've never had AC run in this house in my fucking life, so uh, keep that in mind. All right, so there's one chat comment we've gotten through. That was 10 minutes, so let's see if we can get through some more. Uh, it's all good just stopping by. The intro's perfect. I'm glad you like it. Yeah, the the intro actually I put together pretty quickly. The commercial took me forever, though, but I was a lot more uh, selective with the commercial because there's a video component and shit too. Dylan, what's up, dude? It's an honor and a privilege to have you here. How's uh how's quarantine life in the hotel by yourself? I feel like there's a movie about people in a hotel by themselves having free reign as it were. I remember that Touchy, yeah. See, Touchy's from Sotor, so she remembers back in the day. I like it. All right. Ooh. Wild, bro. 506 rooms, one person, we Liddy. That's fucking crazy, dude. That sounds so fun, Dylan. Do they still do they still offer room service? <laughs> Imagine calling room service to the one guest. I would do it. What's up, Ethereal? Someone gifted me a sub. Yeah. We've had a lot of gifted subs lately, so you can thank Cobalt Tick for that, or Damascus Impaler, probably. Damn, Ethereal? I haven't seen that name in a while. Hey, remember when everyone used to think he cheated on Black Ops 4? I do remember that, yeah. Yeah. But we didn't? We didn't. We did a whole um, investigation. We opened the courts. I miss the courts, dude. The Black Ops 4 courts. We had a, yeah, we had a lot of fun playing that game. Yep. Ethereal was not guilty. Not guilty. He was innocent, by the way. Yeah, we used to have... So in Black Ops 4, there was a very robust theater mode, and you can use theater mode after games to um, to assess whether or not someone is like cheating or hacking or whatever. Because if you go into theater mode and inspect someone who's aimbotting, it's super fucking obvious. So we would do that a lot when we suspected people. And I actually have a YouTube video of one of one such trial. We call them trials. Uh, it was an absolute fucking blast. And uh, it's it was really fun, really funny. The one I'm rem- remembering was on Icebreaker, the, uh, the aimbotter. And then yeah. uh, DJ Papa Squat, rest in peace, was his defense team. And he lost. Because the guy was clearly botting. So you should go look for that video. You could look in the BO4 playlist because it was that. It's like the trial of Arkham Knight. I remember his name. Dude. Yeah. yeah. That dude was such a fucking. DJ was pissing me off saying that dude wasn't cheating. DJ Fuck was DJ. making me furious. Fuck DJ indeed. And uh, if you watch the video, you'll hear that as well. I was found not guilty. Best day of my life. Yeah, dude. Yeah. There are three employees in the whole building. That's crazy, Dylan. That's crazy. Oh, what's up, Sin? Yeah. BO4 was a a much smaller community. So if you put like TTV in your clan tag in BO4, 
the other eight people playing the game would be more inclined to check you out. So I actually got quite a few followers from BO4, which was fun. Did you put sunglasses on there? That's so dope, Damascus. That's so cool. Someone used the change an emote uh, channel points for award. Oh, it doesn't put it on mine. That's sad. That's fucking funny, though, Damascus. All right, so uh, anyway, a couple announcements. Um, if anyone listening or anyone here found this stream as a result of a Facebook, Instagram, or YouTube advertisement, please let me know. I spent $350 across those three platforms on ads advertising the commercial. Uh, and I'm curious if I just pissed that money away or not. I'm hoping I didn't. It's been getting a lot of views and a lot of likes, but not many subs or follows. Uh, so I'm curious how many people actually checked out the pod. So if that's you, let me know. Uh, additionally, and this is, this is very important, uh, the fucking merch store is now live. <laughs> So some people were saying they would buy some, some merch, some drop shot merch. Uh, and so what I went ahead and fucking did was I opened a goddamn store. So here's the store. The UI is not great. It needs some work. Uh, I changed the banner and it didn't go through so i'm gonna make sure i write that down again so give me just one okay my phone's dying so give me one second an iphone change kill yourself uh in game of course change shop banner okay all right so here's the shop it's called the drop shop which is super clever <laughs> so keep that in mind and then here's some models uh, modeling my our logo, the Drop Shot Call of Duty podcast. Now we've got all kinds of shit for you. No matter what age, race, size, or gender identity you are, we've got something for you. So there's a lot of clothing, men and women, uh, and gender non-binary, of course. And then there's some accessories and shit, too. So here's like a little, uh, a cool kid bag. You know how the cool kids would have these backpacks back in the day? They were usually like cool the, the athletes in high school. They would have the cool drawstring bags. Uh, we've got those with the Drop Shot, a Call of Duty podcast logo on there. And what else is cool is you can further customize this. So like if you wanted to put like, uh, I was going to press upload, but I'm not showing you guys anything in my hard drive. Um, but yeah, you can like put your own fucking logo on the back of it or some shit like that. Uh, so of course there's t-shirts, sweatshirts, hats, mugs, aprons, tote bags, clothes for your children, Clothes for your infant children, too, by the way. Some buttons, a, uh, a travel mug. So I will be modeling some of this stuff as soon as it comes in the mail. I got myself a tank top, a sweatshirt, a t-shirt, 
and a water bottle. So I'll be sure to model those. I'm also sending some of these things to another model. Uh, she's now been hired as a contractor by the Dropshot LLC to model our clothing line. She happens to also be an avid listener of the Dropshot, a Call of Duty podcast. And she's really fucking hot. So this is just going to boost my sales. So when, when those modeling shoots are done with, you can see the Drop Shot, a Call of Duty podcast merch on this model. And uh, it will make you inclined to buy because most of you are young men aged 18 to 25. I've seen the analytics. So keep your eyes peeled for that. You will not be disappointed. Uh, so check out the merch store. There's a, there's a panel in, uh, there's a panel down below if you guys are watching live on Twitch. And if you're not watching live on Twitch, I will have the link to the store in the description. It's all pretty well priced, by the way, too. Like, uh, for example, a t-shirt, $21.50. Not bad. Plus shipping, probably. So you'd probably end up spending like 25 bucks. But still pretty good for you. The podcast gets... Uh, the, the margins are different depending on the clothing item, but between like four and like nine dollars per thing just depends on the thing. And this will be the first way I can actually fund Tanner. So if you value his contributions to the Drop Shot, a Call of Duty podcast, buy some merch so we can start funneling uh, cash into his bank account. So. Drop I had to shot. eat a couple of noodles the last three weeks in a row. <laughs> yeah. Money. Yeah. So, so he needs it for sure. Drop shot manifesto win. I don't know what the fuck that would be. I mean, I'm an excellent writer, so I could write a fucking manifesto, but you'd have to tell me what you want to see. Lyra Cow, thank you for the follow, Young King. Welcome to the Drop Shot, a Call of Duty podcast. You know, I have a suggestion. Okay, go ahead. Let's let's take a step back to the our clothing model contractor we've hired. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna think the Dropshot LLC is gonna have to put a couple airfare tickets on the company card and fly us out. We need to make sure the fitment is correct. You know. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We need to. So, we need to be there live. Make sure it fits correctly. That, look, I'm I'm absolutely 150 percent behind that idea. But the model lives on an island in the middle of the ocean. And some of you may have heard of this island. It's called Australia. So airfare, while cheaper amidst this global pandemic, is not cheap enough for a small but vibrant and extremely humble company like the Dropshot LLC to be able to fund airfare to and from this island. So, if you guys want to buy some fucking merch, then maybe the Dropshot LLC can afford this airfare so that we can ensure this modeling gig goes correctly. But you raise an excellent point, Tanner. An excellent point. So, so peep the merch store. Links in the description and uh, in the panels below. 
additionally, as you guys may know, if you've been here for a while, I have not been streaming the game because my internet's dog shit, especially because of coronavirus. Basically, everyone's staying home now. So, uh, the shit spectrum internet I have here, the nodes are like overloaded because way more people are online than they normally are. And uh, so my internet's been terrible, like super inconsistent. Uh, my upload speed has not been consistent at all. Uh, I pay for 10 megabytes. And before the virus, I would get 10 megabytes. So I could game and stream at six megabytes per second, fine. But now it's super inconsistent. So I can stream or I can game. I can't do both. Uh, but I've been researching this. Supposedly, if you get a modem with 32 download channels, you'll get more share of the bandwidth from the node or something like that. There's some, listen, if you're a fucking system administrator out there, maybe you can explain this better than I'm attempting to now, but it, it might help. So I bought a new modem. It's 32 channels, uh, 32 download channels or whatever the fuck. Uh, it's the most expensive modem on the market, courtesy of the Dropshot LLC. So once that comes in, which is going to be on 420 Blaze It, uh, I will be installing that, plugging it in, activating it, and then maybe game streams will be back by then if it actually fixes my issue. I suspect it will not, but it's possible. So if you've been missing the game streams, then... Uh, Cross your fingers for me. Hopefully it works on the 20th. If that doesn't work, I have a couple more ideas I could try, but I can't switch ISPs. So if I can't make this ISP work, I'm just going to have to wait till these fucking unemployed losers go back to work. So, or die. Damn. If they're off my internet, that's all I care about. That's a joke, by the way. Um, Yeah, and I did, by the way, I was playing yesterday, and I was fucking destroying, dude, for like six, not six hours, I probably played, no, I probably played about six hours total yesterday, I was pretty lazy yesterday, I'll, I'll admit it, uh, and, and I was just a fucking absolute demon, demon, I was doing so fucking well with the SKS, which we're gonna talk about, and I was really sad I couldn't be streaming it, so hopefully this works. Because you guys would have liked to have seen that. So, uh, Tanner, go ahead and hit this next point here. Uh, my next point is, again, an announcement. I am streaming on Twitch. Twitch.tv slash Tanner Dropshot. Um, trying to hit that affiliate, which all I need is 50 followers. So we're at about 30 already. Big thanks to everybody who's followed. I've gotten... I've actually gotten way more offline follows than online, so that's people like you listening to this podcast, probably. So thank you guys for that. Twitch.tv slash Tanner Dropshot. Uh, my schedule is... I'm supposed to be streaming Sundays, um, but tomorrow is Easter, so I'm probably not going to. I'm not going to tomorrow at the normal time. It's usually Sunday at 10. Uh, I've got some stuff going on, so... Easter is not a great day for that. So his first Sunday stream, he won't be streaming. So, yeah. So we've had so. zero Sunday streams, and we will continue to have zero. So, but, well, there's there's no Easter Sunday stream, unless we go live later in the evening. Who knows? Maybe we'll surprise everybody. Yeah, we I could do know. some. 
we could do some impromptu streaming. I would be okay yeah. with that. I uh, need to do some more testing on the stream, make sure everything's going okay. Maybe drop $4,000, drain the Dropshot LLC bank account, and buy a new computer. We'll fucking see. Yeah, that's going to... We'll see. You're going to have to self-fund that employee, so okay. keep that in mind. Uh, but yeah, that, that's about it for my announcement. Yeah, so, so Tanner, his goal... Uh, is to get affiliate, which he did a poor job of explaining, so I'll do it. Hey, I'll do it. Uh, and to get affiliate, there are a couple criteria you have to meet. Uh, one of those criterion is to have 50 followers. So, as Tanner said, we appreciate the offline follows that you've been giving him. That's probably the most important thing. Uh, he just needs 50 followers. So just go... Even if you don't use Twitch, just go fucking smash the, make an account, smash the follow button, link your Amazon account while you're there, and then give me an offline Twitch Prime uh, sub, costs you no money, and then uh, never go on Twitch again. We don't, that's fine. I would love for you to be here, but if you don't like Twitch, that's fine. But he just needs 50 followers, so figure it the fuck out and follow him. And then the other criteria are... Have an average of three viewers for a total of something like 30 stream hours within the last 30 days. Is that correct? Something like that, yeah. Yeah. So so he also does need concurrent viewers. Um, so when Tanner is streaming, if you can, if you're around, uh, peep the stream, stick around because that's important too. And what affiliate means on Twitch, that's what I am. It's uh, It basically means you can start getting ad revenue, you can start getting subs, uh, and I think that's about... There's more, but those are the important things. Like I said earlier, uh, Tanner's been doing a lot for the Drop Shot LLC, but he hasn't been getting paid yet, so I want him to get affiliate so he can get in on that. And if you guys wanted to, you know, sub to him, you'd have the option. So that would be cool. So go follow him offline or online or otherwise. And then you can check his schedule at his Twitch, which is once again, twitch.tv slash T-A-N-N-E-R-D-R-O-P-S-H-O-T Tanner Dropshot. And then the last announcement, speaking of making money. See, look, dude, we're trying to quit our nine to five jobs. Okay. I'm... So I'm the asshole now, right? I'm the asshole for trying to make a living doing this podcast, right? I'm the asshole. Listen, I'm not begging you for money. I'm offering you services. I'm offering you merch, which is something if you want it, go buy it. There's the option. I'm not making you buy it. I'm not telling you you're a bad person if you don't buy it. I'm saying here is the fucking option. Here's another option. I've made an Amazon affiliate link. Basically what that is, is it's Amazon.com. That's it. Except whatever you buy, a percentage of that purchase will go to me. So your price doesn't go up. Your website doesn't look any different. It's not an add-on. It doesn't operate any more slowly. It's literally just you click a referral link and then it's embedded in the whatever API and then whatever purchases you make I get uh, 
some small percentage of. So I have the affiliate link. That's also going to be in the show notes. It's in the Discord. It's in. It's under my Amazon panel on Twitch. Here's what you do. Find the link. Copy the link. Delete your current Amazon bookmark. Replace it with my Amazon referral link because it takes you to Amazon.com anyway. And then never think about it again. So then every time you click your Amazon bookmark, you're funding me. You're not paying any more money. You won't even notice that you have the link up. And then we're, we're embezzling cash from Jeff Bezos. How about that? So if you want to say, fuck the system, you capitalist pig Jeff Bezos, bookmark the fucking referral link. So that is, I think that's it in the way of announcements. Tanner, any announcements? I would fucking hope that's it. Those are the longest announcements we've ever had by far. Yeah, so it's been a little a, a little while. So thank you for bearing with us. Uh, let's jump into the Q&A. So we got a couple offline questions from Discord. And we are going to explore and answer these questions. That sucks, Damascus. But it's all good. We'll figure it out. I'm not I'm not sure 100% how it works. That's kind of why I was telling Tanner to just fucking buy something using the link so I can see what happens precisely. Because I know how I it works. so much money on there. Yeah, I, dude, I know. Like, so, anyway. Uh, so, question number one from Discord. From Steel Switch. Thank you for the question, Steel Switch. And his question is, what past perk, killstreak, or any element... From Ka- uh, from Call of Duties in the past, would you bring back to the current Modern Warfare 2019, Tanner? Want me to go first? Yes. Um. So the first perk I would bring back, I know we're gonna agree on this. It's got to be said though. It's gonna be Gung Ho. Gung-Ho was an absolute necessity in Black Ops 4. It was good for that sprint-out time. You could sprint and shoot. You could sprint and heal. You could do a lot with it. I'm not going to go into it much. I know you'll talk about it for 20 minutes, so I'll <laughs> pretty much leave it at that. A kill streak I would bring back is also from BO4. It's the Thresher. The Thresher fucking dominated. When we got Thresher... I'm furious kay. that you're saying this, but go on. Okay. Go on. The Thresher, okay, the Thresher was so easy to get, and it was the best kill streak in Black Ops 4. It absolutely destroyed. It was up for about 10 minutes. It would kill everybody on their team 12 times. It was fun to use. It sounded good. There's nothing bad about it. What 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 are you hating on me for? What are you hating on me for? Okay. So I guess I'm starting with the Thresher. Exactly like you said, the Thresher was easy to get and the strongest streak in the game. That's why I never want to see the Thresher again. It was way too easy to get and it was way too strong and it was impossible to shoot down. Why the fuck would you want a Thresher back? That shit was so... Nobody ever got it when they played against us. Only we had them. Yeah, sure. What happens when we backfilled? Here's the problem with Thresher too, dude. If you get one Thresher, the game's over. 
because then by the t and by the way the thresher's up for 45 minutes so by the time the thresher's gone because you've been spawn fucking the enemy team you will have gotten enough points to get another thresher so as soon as it's gone you call your another you call your other one and then you just you just win if you get a thresher cuz it's impossible to go outside you can't shoot it down so you just have to wait it's dude so it's impossible to come back from way too overpowered so not only do I disagree with Tanner's opinion, but he's wrong. He is okay. wrong about this issue. Okay. I do not want the Thresher back ever. It was way too easy to get and overpowered and strong and, again, impossible to shoot down. I would probably be okay with it if, you, if it could be shot down. But it can't. The only way to shoot down the Thresher in BO4, because if you use the rocket launcher, it would lock on... But the missile would get juked because the thresher goes too fast and it goes too far away from the map. So the only way to kill it was to get either an LMG or like a Paladin with FMJ2 and shoot at it. And that was not easy to do because, again, it would go really far away from the map and it traveled super quickly. I never destroyed a thresher. Never. The only reliable way you could kill a thresher was to hack it with zero. That was the only reliable way. Um, but even that, I mean, that's hardly reliable. You have to, like, rely... You have to use zero, by the way, piece of shit. And then you have to have the hack up, you know? And it takes a while to hack. I'm, I'm furious that you said that. So let's start there. Okay. Let's start there. Let's, we'll start there. We've started there already. Okay. So, so what passed perk? Absolutely. I would bring back gung-ho. Gung-ho changed the pace of bo4 for the better so gung-ho allows you to shoot while sprinting it allows you to use equipment while sprinting and most importantly it reduced your sprint out time so in modern warfare every gun has sprint out time which means if you're sprinting and then you ads there is a timer uh for like the smgs it's a short timer probably 130 milliseconds for like an AR, it's like 250 milliseconds. And then for like LMGs and snipers and shit, it's like four to 600 milliseconds. This makes it very difficult to run and gun in Modern Warfare because the sprint out time. Because if you turn a corner and some dude is mounted on a head glitch, he can immediately start shooting you, but you have to wait for that sprint out timer to even be aiming your gun. Uh, so it really strongly disincentivizes running and gunning. And it really slows the pace of the game down. And most importantly, and worse of all, it uh, incentivizes not moving, camping, holding sight lines, and it disincentivizes running and gunning and being aggressive. So for sure, I would bring back gung-ho. Because when you eliminate that sprint out time, you totally change the pace of the game. And you make it so that people being aggressive have a chance. Uh, so that's what I would do. And uh, kill streak. What kill streak would I bring back? Hmm. Probably precision airstrike. Or no, 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 excuse me. What was it called? God damn it. Tanner, what was the airstrike called in BO4? 
you selected three tar oh, lightning God. strike lightning, lightning strike. strike yeah i would bring back lightning strike i hate all of the low tier kill streaks in modern warfare the cruise missile you have to control i don't want to control a kill streak precision airstrike you have to select with fucking binoculars which puts you in imminent danger trying to do that if you want to precision something that's in a good spot don't want to do that and then uh cluster strike is terrible and you also have to put yourself in danger to do that so lightning strike was not overpowered at all it was a pretty mediocre streak but it was also pretty easy to earn which is exactly how like a four or five kill streak in modern warfare should be it shouldn't be that good it shouldn't get you that many kills but you shouldn't have to put yourself in danger to use it so i would take back the lightning strike and make it cost five that's what i would want as far as kill streaks and then any element from a cod in the past of function no 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 hmm okay it's a toss-up for me between the traditional minimap or being able to see people. Which of those two would you pick, Tanner? Oh, I would. I would honestly say I would take the visibility over the mini map back in this game. The visibility is that bad. It is just fucking horrendous. Like when we played Backlot for the first time, there's nobody in that area of the map and there's just dust floating in the air you know they're trying to make it like realistic or something and like pretend that there needs to be dust flying because there's helicopters coming over or people running but there's nobody there and there's just dust particles floating in the air ruining my visibility i don't want that we're not playing arma 3 this isn't a realism sim give me fucking visibility mm-hmm I've gotten used to the mini-map, but it's literally impossible to get rid of the visibility. There's nothing you can do. You can't see... When you look into the sun on certain maps, you can't see shit. It blinds me. It's it's so dumb, dude. Yeah. I I agree with... I agree with everything you just said. Um, Even, like, the dust particles and shit... Like, if the... <sighs> See, it's hard. I don't know how you fix the issue, but I'm also not a game developer. So it's not my fucking job, so figure it out. People have been making games where you can see other people for 20 years now. So in 2019, you can figure it the fuck out. I don't know how, but make them visible, because they're not right now. So, like, if we had a, a Modern Warfare map with Black Ops 4 character models, even with all the dust and shit, I don't think it would be hard to see enemies. And I think mainly that's because of all the fucking red laser tag lights on people in BO4. Now, that would kind of ruin your immersion in modern warfare if you're a fucking Care Bear uh, LARPer who does Civil War reenactments every summer. But for the rest of us who just want to play the fucking game, uh, you know, then I don't care. Put glowing lights on people. I don't give a fuck. I'd rather be able to see people than have like this, like Tanner said, fucking realism sim, which is, uh, I, it, Call of Duty's not realistic anyway. Talk to anyone who has been to war. You don't fucking drop shot kids in real life. You don't like run around. You, and there's all kinds of shit. Uh, 
and other people would be more qualified to speak to that. But Call of Duty is not realistic anyway, so you don't have to make it look realistic. There's a fine line, and hey, Infinity Ward, you've crossed it. You're trying too hard, and I can't see anything, so figure it the fuck out. I would for sure do that. I don't like the minimap, how it functions now. It still makes me angry. I haven't forgiven Infinity Ward. I haven't gotten used to it. I have gotten used to it, but it's still wrong and shouldn't be in the game. There should still be a working minimap. But the visibility issue is the bigger issue. Because even if there was a functioning minimap, you would still get fucked all the time by people lying in prone in the tall grass. So, I think exactly. uh, I think you're right about that. So... Moving on to the next question from Point Break. Hold on. I'm not done. Okay, bitch. Go ahead. I never talked about my main – well, another element besides the two you brought up. Just something something that I always like in video games and they haven't done in a very long time is I would love the ability to lean. lean instead of mounting, like in Call of Duty 4, it was you would lean left, you would lean right. Now, fun fact, they had leaning on PC, but it was never on console. So most of the people listening that played COD 4 are going to think I'm a fucking idiot. Well, hey, I'm not. You just played on console because you were eight. But there was leaning in Call of Duty 4, and that adds a totally different aspect to the game because instead of mounting up and sitting in the same spot, you know, you could peek something real fast with a sniper. And it took a lot of skill, just something so minor such as leaning. It took a lot of skill to master and be good at. And it added a lot of fun to the game. But it's not something a lot of games do anymore. It's not a popular thing in shooters. Um, and I really like that. So besides the big obvious things, the mini-map, the visibility like we're talking about, that's something I would like added back in to Call of Duties in the future is leaning. But realistically, it's not going to happen because it's, it's too difficult to do when you play on console with a controller. You don't have enough buttons to do it with. So it won't ever come back. But it's something that I always really enjoyed. And that was one of my favorite parts of Call of Duty 4 when you look back, so... Dude, I did not know COD that. 4 had leaning. Yeah, like I said, it was only in... Uh, Call of Duty 2 did, Call of, Call of Duty 1, Call of Duty 1 did. I think COD 4 was the last one on PC that had leaning in it. Uh, well, it wasn't. World War 2 had leaning. That was the last oh, one. Oh, does it? Yeah. I unbound them, though, because... So let me ask you, because this is interesting. I for sure see the benefit of leaning... But what? Okay, so what were your keybinds for leaning? Q because e. there's lean left and lean right, correct? Yeah, Q and E. You use Q and E always. Q and E. Okay. It's like when you're walking, yeah. Because Q is my melee keybind and E is my uh, equipment keybind. But I guess I could change those if there were leaning again. The only modern game that has leaning now is. If you're if we're not counting World War II as a modern game, then the only one is uh, what's that fucking game? It's like super. PUBG has it. Okay, but PUBG's not modern, right? Well, so, it is. Okay. Uh, is, is it Ghost Recon? Is that what the game's called? Super slow paced. Uh, uh, you're thinking of Arma, probably. No, 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 no. No, god damn it. What is this game Ghost called? Recon. Ghost Recon doesn't have leaning. Dude, it's like Okay, so you have it's like 6v6. It's kind of like search because the, it's a no respawn game mode. That's the only thing I see 
uh, streamed or videos of. I see videos of no uh, reload things. The defense team, like, kind of sets up in positions where they want. The offense team can rappel in from, like, the, the ceiling. They can have little, like... Rainbow Six Siege. Yeah, thank you. Rainbow Six Siege. Okay, yeah. That's the only modern game I know of that has leaning. Or And you I, watch clips of it, and everybody's constantly leaning in it. Yeah, dude, just like fucking, yeah. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Yeah. Interesting. That's that's a Ben and I played that game for a long time. That's a really fun game. I would actually be completely down to play that game, honestly. Again, it was a lot of fun. Yeah, Damascus said Rainbow Six. Thank you, Damascus. Uh okay. Interesting. Interesting. That's a good point. Dude, that's a good That's a good uh a good thing to bring up. Cause I hadn't thought of that. But I think that would be super cool. And exactly like you said, not only is it too difficult to implement on a controller because that's two extra binds, but also even if even if it was like a PC only game, it's hard to do that. It's hard to navigate all of the traditional key minds in addition to leaning left, leaning right. And what that does is it raises the skill ceiling. Because if you can do everything well now, and then you add in leaning, and then you can also do that well, you can really rise above the average uh, pile of dog shit in terms of skill level, which I think is cool. I really like games with very high skill ceilings because you can really see the difference between a good player, an average player, and a dog shit player. And... I think that's how games should be rather than most contemporary games, which do, which the developers do everything they can to just flatten out the, the results of every game with things such as skill-based matchmaking, non three lane map designs that have a bunch of safe spaces. Literally they use the phrase safe spaces. Uh, they did. Aim assist and shit like that. So that's a good point. That's a super good point. I'm really glad you brought that up. Yeah, leaning is a dying breed in video games. So, yeah, I think so. Very interesting. Very interesting. Well, it won't be back for COD 2020. You can be fucking certain of that. No, it's never been in a Treyarch game, as far as I know. I wonder how World War II handled leaning on console. Because World War II did have um, console versions, obviously. It probably just wasn't there. You're there probably was no right. Exactly. There wasn't crossplay, so they probably just didn't even implement it. Valorant. Does Valorant have leaning? I doubt it. CSGO doesn't. I don't I think really it does. Yeah. It. I've never seen anyone lean on Valorant. So interesting. Anyway, very good point, Tanner. Very good point. I know. Uh, Okay. Anything else to say on this issue? Um, no. Okay. Uh, one last thing. If anyone wanted us to say dead silence, fuck you. Dead silence doesn't belong as a perk. Next point. Yeah, agreed. Especially. Okay, listen. If you're not gonna have a working mini map, you can't have dead silence as a perk. Because then, I already get fucked from behind enough in this game because the mini map doesn't show enemy gunfire unless you have UAV up. And the visibility so bad that I can't see someone lying in the tall grass anyway. 
even if there was a working minimap. And then you put Dead Silence permanently as a perk on top of that. I will always die from behind. I'll be furious and it will be no skill whatsoever. It'll be navigate the map simulator and whoever can figure out how to flank the other team better wins. And it will have, it will be completely divorced from gun skill aiming or anything to do with the mechanics of what should be a first person shooter. So if you do want dead silence as a perk, I think that's fine in most call of duty games, not modern warfare 2019 because of the visibility, because of the lack of a working mini-map. And because of the shit maps, by the way. Dead Silence as a perk on a three-lane map design kind of makes more sense, because you can't get flanked from every conceivable angle. You can really only get flanked from either one lane if you're on an edge, or two lanes if you're at mid. But in this game, absolutely fucking not. If you wanted Dead Silence as a perk in MW 2019... Use some critical thinking skills. So, thank you for mentioning that, Tanner. Moving You're on, welcome. Point Break has the next question. Point Break, Point Break in the Discord says, I love listening to more experienced players, that's us, talk about their favorite loadouts and weapons. Does anyone have the SKS yet? I heard it's a monster in Warzone. Thank you for the question, Point Break. So we're going to break this question up into three sections. Uh, sorry, wrong button. So <laughs> we're going to start with the first statement. Uh, Tanner, what is your favorite loadout slash weapon? So I'm a piece of dog shit, sweaty, virgin, tryhard, idiot loser. So my favorite <laughs> Big shocker coming here. Get ready. My favorite weapons are the Grau and the M4. Um, they're just... It's so hard to use any other gun in this game. And believe me, I've used them all. I'm great with all of them. I have Damascus. But you just... You have to use something good in this game. Or me personally, I just don't have fun. Well, There's only one way to on. destroy, and that's using a top Real quick, weapon. as an aside... Why do you think it's... You're a good player. Why do you think it's the case that you can't use any weapon besides the best possible weapon in the game? Could be because I'm always matched up with similar KD players because of skill-based matchmaking. That's one of them. That's probably the only reason, really. Um, one of the many reasons skill-based matchmaking is a fucking disaster. Oh, did you want to have fun and use a weapon that's different than one of the three best weapons in the game? Wrong, bitch! You're gonna get fucking destroyed. And the reason for that is because of skill-based matchmaking. It's like if I wanted to... It's like, here's what it's like. I'm me. I'm my skill level. Clone me. So now there's a clone of me, and he's on the other team. Now give my clone a fucking Damascus M4, and then I'm, I want to have fun and use a FAMAS. Let's see who wins that. Good luck, you fucking idiot nerd. You're going to get destroyed. If there was no skill-based matchmaking, there would be a variety of skills on the other team. So sometimes I could use a FAMAS, and against some enemies, because they're worse than me, I can fucking one-tap their faces. But in skill-based matchmaking land, where there's no fun allowed, which is really, that should be the motto of this stream, no fun allowed. 
I need to add that in somewhere. Uh, but that's why you can't use an off-meta weapon. So, Tanner, go ahead and continue. Sorry. Um, but yeah, so the Growl and the M4 are my favorites. Uh, usually as my secondary, I typically run a Deagle. Uh, right now I'm working on the Renetti, though, which is a very good gun, and we'll probably talk about it in a future episode. Uh, we'll, well, maybe we'll mention it next week or something when we get get ours max level and figure it out, but it's a really good gun, and I think I'll actually probably start using that as a secondary over the Deagle. We'll see, but uh, the way I set my Growl and M4s up are pretty much identical. Monolithic suppressors on them, one of the long barrels... Whereas the M4, it's like the Grenadier. I want the 60-round mags. I want the no-stock attachment, and I want stippled grip tape. So really quick movement speed, pretty much as quick as an SMG. Uh, very fast sprint to fire. Again, basically quicker than an SMG in this game because sprint to fire doesn't exist. And, you know, just a lot of damage and a lot of bullets. So that's the way I like to set mine up. Uh, run and gun type thing it's it's not great for like war zone very long range but i usually rush a little bit more than the average corner camper in this game so that those are my favorite setups currently yeah so i'll take this first section here um so favorite loadouts and weapons i basically have three classes uh and they are designed for different maps so if i'm playing a really small to pretty small map I use my SMG setup. If I'm playing a medium-sized map, I'll use my medium-sized setup, and then a long-range map, my long-range setup. Now, I like to have fun, so I use a lot of different loadouts. But favorite, as in best performing, there's three classes. One of them is the MP7. So that's my close-range map, uh, my small map setup. So MP7... I've got 60 round mags, tactical suppressor, long barrel, which I think is the FSS recon for the MP7, stippled grip tape, and uh, no stock. So it's super fucking fast. It has a, the longest damage range, pretty much the longest damage range you can get for an MP7, uh, and a thick magazine. And as Tanner was saying, once you find out the ideal attachment setup, it's pretty much the same for every gun. Like, you're always going to have stippled grip tape. You're always going to have long barrel. Uh, and you're always going to have, like, extended mags if you're smart. So, uh, Tanner and I disagree on the suppressor issue because monolithic suppressor adds damage range. But it's a very, very, very small amount of damage range. So... The vast majority of the time, it's not going to increase your time to kill or your ranges to kill at any point. So I use the tactical suppressor because it does the same thing as the monolithic, which is to say it keeps you off the minimap because it's a suppressor, but it doesn't give you the damage range of an extra two meters, literally something like that. It's that small. But the advantage the tactical has over the monolithic is that it uh, your ADS speed is slightly faster because the tactical is slightly lighter than the monolithic. It's not a particularly big deal either way because the ADS speed that you gain is not much. It is proportional to the damage range you lose. So you lose 
very little damage range, you gain very little ADS speed. But uh, that's something you'd want to keep in mind. I would prefer a tiny bit extra ADS speed to a tiny bit extra damage range. So that's why I use a tactical suppressor. But besides that, we all use the same attachments. So the MP7 is one. Uh, for my medium range setup, I use a growl, no stock, 60 round mag, stippled grip tape, long barrel. Always the longest barrel available, by the way, because bullet velocity is the most important attachment in this game because that'll make it feel like hit scan. If you don't have any bullet velocity, you're going to be shooting at someone where your reticle is dead center on them and then your bullets aren't going to register and you're going to be wondering what the fuck is going on. Am I lagging? Uh, am I retarded? Because it looks like I'm aiming at him, but my bullets aren't hitting him. It's because your bullets are taking too long to travel. That's why you want the longest barrel available because it increases your damage range, which is good. But more importantly, it gives you more bullet velocity, which means your bullets will land where you're aiming consistently. So you won't have to worry about bullet travel. So again, long barrel on the growl, which is the archangel, and then uh, tactical suppressor. That's my medium range setup. This has a lot of distance, uh, a lot of damage range. It's quite maneuverable. Um, and it's ver a very good, well-rounded gun. And then for my long range setup, I use a RAM. Uh, I put a sight on the RAM. So this is like my ground war setup. If I'm trying to kill people that are pretty far away, I will put a GI mini reflex, 50 round mags, stippled grip tape, uh, wait, no, I don't put stippled grip tape on there. I give up the stippled, <clears throat> excuse me, Jesus Christ. I give up the stippled grip tape for the commando foregrip. Commando foregrip increases your horizontal recoil control. It's the only under barrel that does that. And this is important for the Ram because the Ram has a lot more horizontal, um, recoil than every other gun. Uh, because I don't know why, but it does. So the commando foregrip is also good because it's the only under barrel that improves your aiming that does not decrease your ADS speed. So even though I'm giving up the stippled grip tape, I'm not putting on something like a Merc foregrip that's going to further ruin my ADS speed. So that's why the Ram is really nice. So I put on the GI mini reflex commando foregrip 50 round mags, uh, GI mini reflex, and then what the fuck is my RAM setup, dude? Okay, hold on. I have a suppressor. I have a long barrel. I have 50 round mags. I'm certain of those, and I have commando foregrip. I'm certain of that. So yeah, and then the last thing is the... The reflex. Yeah, the reflex. Yeah, there you <laughs> go. So that's the setup. So... Holy shit, Cobalt Tick. We we interrupt this broadcast to bring you a special announcement. Cobalt Tick has gifted another 10 fucking subs. <laughs> Jesus Christ. They've gifted 32 subs in this channel. The fucking mad lad. This guy is going insane. Cobalt, thank you so much, dude. Jesus fucking Christ. Buy to hop. Habanero Nuts, Ox Snipes, Luo, Nano, Polish Cat, Wallow Kicks, 100 Billion X, Finko, and Moon Mouse. Moon Moose You, 
Moon Musu. Moon Musu. Reading is hard. Uh, welcome to this small but vibrant and extremely humble community. And uh, Cobalt. What a fucking demon. I am... I'm so honored. I'm so humbled. Thank you so much, dude. 20 gifted subs in one stream. That's a new record. Jesus fucking Christ, dude. Thank you, dude. Thank you. Uh, I'm about to get my second dub in trios for the Warzone. One more massive dick energy play for the real humble kings, dude. Let's fucking go. That's big dick energy for that sure. Is, that, is, that is Ron Jeremy dick energy. How about that? And if you don't know who that is, you're too young for this podcast. He's a porn star, like the first famous male porn star. Huge, huge penis, obviously. How would you know? My mom listens to this podcast, so don't ask me that. Uh, she doesn't, by the way. I'm about to get my second dub in trios for the Warzone. Dude, good luck, Cobalt. You've done a good karmic deed, so... I think it is likely you get your dub. Thank you, dude. I appreciate it, man. Honored, humbled, privileged. Thank you, brother. Thank you. Uh, so, back to this RAM setup. I think I enumerated it. Um, and then for secondary, I run the M19 Akimbo because it has the fastest fire rate and the thickest magazine. So I've got two pistols that fire insanely quickly and they each have 32 round magazines. So you can kill literally probably eight people without reloading once. And you kill incredibly quickly. You wouldn't think this is a good setup, I swear. You would be like, let's use dual, uh, like a Kimbo snake shot because uh, I'm a retard. Don't do that. Try the Akimbo M19 setup. It's so fucking good. You'll be shocked. Because it fires so fast, the fact that you can't ADS doesn't really matter. Because you're, you're just sending out so many bullets that even if you're only landing 70% because it's Akimbo and you can't ADS, you're still absolutely shredding people. So... That's my secondary setup for now. I think I'm going to be switching that to the Renetti Akimbo Burst Fire because I'm a real fucking piece of garbage. And that's why they shouldn't have put fucking Burst Fire on a secondary in this shit game. <laughs> but they've opted for it, so I'm going to take advantage of that. So uh, that's what I will probably be doing. But I haven't tested that yet. What I have tested is the Akimbo M19s with a lightweight trigger... 32 round mags akimbo it fucking destroys so i would try that or the akimbo renetti but that is not confirmed from my perspective and then i use kill chain like a real piece of shit once again i use ghost and i use spotter what is your yellow perk tanner because it's not spotter i use kill chain ghost and it depends a lot of times i'll run amped um, that honestly changes all the time, so I can't really set that as one. I'll even run spotter sometimes too. I run amped. I run a lot of perks, so. Yeah, so really kill chain one. and ghost are really good perks that are non-negotiables. If you want to do well, run those perks. Kill chain's negotiable because 
maybe you don't want to like be a garbage person and just fucking rack up kills uh you should want to but if you don't then i would probably go with eod that's definitely the strongest one besides kill chain in my opinion red perk completely non-negotiable from my point of view you have to run ghost uavs are rampant uh and not being on the minimap is super strong especially because the minimap doesn't function as normal if you have ghost and you have silencers on your guns you'll never be on the minimap ever unless they have advanced uav and then you've got other problems so ghost is super fucking strong and i think you should get used to using that but the yellow perk is super negotiable super negotiable if i'm playing on like a really small map i'll probably take battle hardened like if i play shipment i'll always switch to battle hardened because it's so small and i don't want to get stunned every eight seconds but uh on pretty much any map bigger than that i run spotter because it's nice to be able to uh see where someone's camping because they have eight claymores glowing bright red and then you can hack them and then you can fuck their ass so those are always nice but anyway uh tanner you have the sks how do you like it um i haven't worked on it too much it seems decent uh, I'm just not a fan of semi-automatic guns and weapon. I mean, in general in this game, because it's just another thing you have to do. You have to aim and click. They're never, I don't care what you say, don't care who you are. They're never going to be as good as a fully automatic gun, except for maybe, maybe at long ranges, but even then probably not because you're going to miss all your shots because you're dog shit at aiming. Sorry. That's not directed at Razadon. That's directed at the viewers because yeah, none of us can hit long range it. shots so yeah. <laughs> just, just making sure <laughs> i got it yeah Go on. um but it's it seems decent i definitely want to get more attachments for it and figure it out mine's only like rank i don't know 15 14 it's not fucking great that's for sure <laughs> okay but it'll get better uh i mean it's it's a fun gun to use when you're on with those weapons there's not many things more satisfying than getting like a triple kill with like you know, one taps with a semi-auto like that. It feels really good. Makes you feel like you're the best aimer in the game. So it's it's fun to use them when you're really on, but I started out using that yesterday and it just got me tilted because an SKS... Here's one thing I do know. An SKS with zero attachments sucks a lot. It's not fun. You need an optic immediately. So luckily it's the first thing you unlock because it's garbage without it. Yeah, true. The iron sights um, are so bad and it pisses me they're, off. It's, they're the worst iron sights in the game. So, But I think it'll end up being a good gun. I don't know how I would set it up. I don't think I really want like a long range optic. I would do at the most maybe like a three and a half time scout optic. But it's probably just be a gun I'd run a, a red dot with pretty much. Yeah. So I think your analysis is pretty good. Um. If anything, I feel like semi-autos and I feel this way about the FAMAS too. You would think a semi-auto and a burst fire weapon is better at long range than short range. But in this game, that's not true because like if you have a full auto gun with 60 rounds and you see someone really far away, so the target's really small, when you aim up to them, if you miss your first shot on a full auto... You can just drag your cursor as you're firing a stream of bullets to get onto target and then you just stay there once you get there. But with semi-auto, it's like if you miss the first shot, 
you've got some recoil bounce. You're going to have to recalibrate and you have to keep clicking while you're aiming, which is difficult to do. No matter how good you are, that is harder than just holding down the trigger, period. It doesn't matter how good you are. Uh, so it is harder to use and it's especially harder to use at long range. And there, so the SKS, I fucking love this gun. I love semi-auto guns. I love the FAL because they kill so fast if you're landing shots. They kill so fast. Like the time to kill is faster than every automatic weapon in the game with, a, with an FAL or an SKS if you're landing shots. The drawback is uh, it's harder to land shots. And you have to be landing them in like those high damage zones. So an FAL probably needs three or four shots in the knee to be a kill, but it only needs two to upper chest or head. The SKS is even better than that. Depending on the barrel you're using, it's a one shot headshot if someone's at full health in a certain range. So they have to be pretty close if you don't have a barrel. If you have the longest barrel available, you get one-shot headshots on enemies that are at full health at a very respectable distance. And the fire rate's really high, and the recoil's not that bad. So you can fucking destroy kids at pretty long ranges with the SKS because even... Because you might get lucky and land the headshot, and then they're dead in one shot. Great. But even if you don't, you might recoil into their head... Or you might flinch because you're getting shot into their head, and then it's a one-shot headshot. It's really fucking disgusting. Uh, I love the SKS, but I think the semi-auto versus full-auto uh, debate is largely a matter of um, personal preference. Because obviously an M4 is also fucking insane at range or in general, um, and so is the SKS. I don't see a reason to ever run the FAL over the SKS, though. That's the only thing I would say. But in addition, Tanner was correct that the iron sights are complete shit. I've tried, I've gotten it max level, and I've tried running iron sights so that I can put on an extra other attachment. You can't do it. It's too bouncy, and the the iron sights are too dog shit. So you have to run a uh, a a reflex sight, any kind of dot sight, but. It's also not very good at super long ranges. If you're at any range longer than what you would want to be using with a holographic sight, switch guns. But up to that holographic range, I think this is a fantastic gun. So, uh, And you heard it's a monster in Warzone. Absolutely. The semi-autos are fucking gross in Warzone. And here's why. They do so much damage. So the more health the enemy has then the more valuable high damage weapons are because you require fewer shots to kill. So when there's 100 health, the M4 versus the SKS is a pretty close gap in time to kill because you probably only need two or three more shots with a full auto than you do with the semi-auto. But now let's imagine each person had a million health. Well, now the SKS is going to kill 25 minutes faster because of how much damage it does. So in Warzone, it's obviously between those two values. It's probably like 375 health or something. No, 
100 plus 75 times 3, which is 225, 325 health. The semi-autos come out on, on top if you're landing your shots. And the SKS in particular, because it does more damage than the FAL. Especially, again, if you pepper in some headshots, you can take some idiot kid that's at full armor, full health, and war zone. I don't know how many shots it would take, but it's not fucking many. You can kill someone at full health and full armor way faster with an SKS than you can with any other full auto gun in the fucking game. So the SKS, I am not surprised, is super good in Warzone, and you should absolutely try it if you're at all comfortable with semi-autos. I agree. So, uh, Real quick, Bloodless says, I've been playing Deathmatch Dom. 10v10 desperately needs it. Yeah, F's in the chat for fucking 10's Dom, dude. I miss it so much, too. That's so in the chat for 10's in general is fucking dead. Yeah, 10's is so dead, dude. It's fucking awful. It's yeah. Why is it always the game types we play? Nobody I know, else dude. So it's so annoying, dude. I know, I know, for real. But seriously, he makes a good point. Like, why not? Why don't they just like listen? The six v six game modes are litty in this game still. People still play cyber attack, search and destroy, all of those things. The deathmatch dom playlist. The weekly playlist should just be tens. It's that simple. I agree. I don't get why it isn't that way. Yeah. Bring more people. Like, Sixes has enough players. Bring ten back to life, please. I agree. I agree a thousand percent. So. Uh, anything else on Point Break's question, Tanner? I don't think so. Uh, we'll try it in Warzone when they release duos. Until then, fuck Warzone. Yeah, I'll definitely be... My setup for Warzone once duos are released is going to be SKS MP7. Period. Period. And I'm very excited to try it in Warzone. So, uh, I'm going to go piss out of my massive white dick into my toilet. So, in the meantime, Tanner... Why don't you go ahead and read off and take this uh, this next question here, Chief? So one of our big VIP fans, big name, Damascus Impaler, he asked us, do you ever play solo games? This is a three-part question again. Or actually, I get, it's, all, it's basically a four-part question. Do you ever play solo games? And he said, what games are you looking forward to? What is your favorite game of all time? What was your first ever game you played start to finish? So I'll start it off. Um, my answer for solo games, I do play them. Not often, though. So the only thing that draws me to those games are really good storylines. And the only people I think that can make a good storyline in a single player game is Rockstar Entertainment, who made Grand Theft Auto and Red Dead Redemption, which are fucking fantastic games. Other than that, I don't really play solo games. I mean, when I get extremely bored, like I have been recently, I will load up The Sims 4. Don't make fun of me. It's kind of fun, actually. Uh, but other than that, like a really good story I'm a big fan of. So that kind of leads into the next part is what am I looking forward to? I want Grand Theft Auto 6 now. I want it out. Those are great games. There's The storyline just lasts for hours. I don't know how they think of these things. They're so well made. The games are released and they're absolutely perfect. Um, 
I mean, I get it. They work on these for six years before they release them, so they have a ton of time to get everything perfect. But there's usually not bugs with the single-player versions. It plays great. Um, that's what I'm looking forward to the most by far. Any any Rockstar game is always a 10 out of 10 in my mind. Such a good studio. Uh, next question, what is your favorite game of all time? Mine, just for nostalgia purposes, is probably Call of Duty 4, because I played that more than almost any other game. Big fucking fan. <laughs> Another game I played a lot of that I can... Hey, if anyone has ever even heard of this game, please let me know. It was called SWAT 4. I played a ton of it. It had a small, humble community. <laughs> it was so much fun. Hey, I've there was Leaning in that game, too. Dude, it was the most <laughs> interesting game you'll ever play. Very small maps. It was like 5v5. We played it competitively. Like, it was like we had, like, there were leagues and stuff for it. So you could either kill people with a gun and you got one kill or... If you arrested somebody, I mean, you got one point. If you arrested somebody Dude. on the other team, you got five points. I remember you so telling you me about this your... a long time ago. Probably. Like, I tried to get everybody to play this game, but it was only on PC. Like, it was, you know, back in the day when you would go to, like, Target or something and just look at video games? That's where I, I saw this disc sitting there, and it said SWAT 4. I'm like, oh, I'm fucking 10. I want to play a game where I'm a cop. Let's buy this. And then I realized it had a multiplayer. You know, back then you're buying games to play single player. It had a multiplayer that people played. And I mean, back then it was so hard to play multi. You had to like port forward and things like that just to be able to join servers. Damn, really? Kids now don't realize how easy it is just to load up Call of Duty Modern Warfare and join a server. Like back then, like you had to host your own server. All the clans I was in, you know, we would chip in and pay $150 a year at least for servers, which, you know, wasn't a lot, whatever. It's like 20 bucks a month, 10 bucks a month. You'd pay for voice servers, all of that. Dude, but having to so pay for a vent server or a TS yep. server. Yeah. Ventrilo, yeah. Yeah. Yep. Exactly. Those were the days, dude. And Discord is substantially better and it's free. <laughs> um, yeah, so yeah, it was, it was so much that. And that's you can't the only get game that I've put. Exactly. That's the only game that I've put a close amount of hours to as I did in Call of Duty 4. It's actually probably extremely close. I played that game so much. A lot of the people I played ga that game with, which was, God, what was that? Probably 12, 14 years ago. I'm still Facebook friends with some of them today. They have families and stuff. Like, it was such a small community and we were all so close. It was, it was a dope game. But uh, if you've ever even heard of that game, you should let me know because we've probably ran into each other because there were 100 players. And where could they find you if they wanted to let you know? Twitch.tv slash Tanner Dropshot or Twitter.com slash Tanner Dropshot. Uh, and last question, I'll answer this real quick. What was your first ever game you played start to finish? I don't remember because I didn't finish games often, but I'm thinking it was probably one of the Medal of Honor game, Medal of Honor games, like Medal of Honor Frontline or something. That was probably the first game I completed the single player on. And the first one that I really remember was GTA 4, that storyline. That was usually I got bored when I got towards the end. And like Assassin's Creed, I've played about six of them and I've never completed one because I get bored. Um, so GTA 4 Once you was know the end the is coming, remember. you feel like yeah. the game's going to end and then you're just like, I, I lost interest. Yeah, exactly. I know. Exactly so GTA 4 for sure is the one I know of I finished, and I'm probably before that was the Medal of Honor games, which were popular back when we were fucking 10. Yeah, 
Yeah, you fucking kids listening don't know about don't know about any of this shit. So this is taking me down fucking memory lane here. So yeah, do, that was a great question, by the way. This is a great question because this is just this is conjuring up all kinds of images I haven't thought of in years. Do I ever play solo games? I'm an adult. Absolutely fucking not. I don't have time to play solo games. Uh, so what? what's cool about... See, now, if you're a postmodern neo-Marxist, exit the, exit the broadcast now. Turn off the podcast now. Because I'm about to say some biological essentialist things here. So here we go. The great thing about being a man is that once you reach puberty, your testicles descend and testosterone just courses through your body. And what does testosterone do? Quite a few things. This isn't a biology seminar, so I'm just gonna talk about one of the things it does, which is an intense drive for competition. Now, when I was a child and my nuts were inside of my abdomen, I liked all kinds of solo games. Because they were fun. It was fun to play against the computer. I was a fucking child. My fr my prefrontal cortex was about 20% of the development that it is today because I was a child. Uh, and it was difficult and challenging and rewarding because I was a child. Uh, but now I'm an adult and I'm an adult male. And I don't want to do anything as an adult male. That does not have to do with fucking other people's faces in competition. So no, I absolutely don't play solo games. I don't have any enjoyment from a solo game. I'm here to compete. I'm here to play against real ass people. I'm here to snap onto eight kids and then listen to all of them in voice chat go, what the fuck dude, he's hacking. This guy's fucking cheating. Oh, you're such a fucking I'm That's what I'm here to do. I'm here to compete. So no, I don't play solo games. With a quick caveat, I did very briefly, and I'm ashamed of it, get on the Sims 4 train with Tanner because I saw him playing it. I made fun of him for a week. And then I was so bored with season two and uh, an important variable. My internet has been dog shit. And for a while, I couldn't even play uh, Call of Duty. Even if I wasn't streaming, my internet was too bad to play. It seems to have been getting better, which is nice. Uh, so, excuse me. But during this time when I literally could not compete because my internet was too bad, I did succumb and play some Sims 4 as a solo game. But I'm... Unless my internet dies again, I'm never going to be playing a solo game again. So keep that right the fuck in mind. But I used to love solo games. I don't diss anyone for playing solo games. On a more serious note, I don't have time to play solo games. Uh, I'm trying to build the Dropshot LLC into a Fortune 500 company. So my spare time consists of playing Modern Warfare because that is the subject of the pod, and because it's the game I by far most enjoy. And if I'm not doing that, I'm working. I do work 40 hours a week, so that's a big chunk of my time that I that is not available. And 
So when I'm not working or I'm not playing M-Dub, I don't have time to play solo games. I'm ironing out. I'm fucking looking at analytics. I'm changing a panel. I'm, uh, you know, updating a logo. Shit, like I'm setting up a shop. Like things like this take up all my time. So I just don't have time to play solo games. But there are a lot of cool solo games that I wish I had time to play, but I just don't. So, uh, what games am I looking forward to? COD 2020. That's it. I'm not... Again, I don't have time to play other games, so I'm not really looking forward to any other games. And uh, even if I did have time to play a bunch of other shit, nothing... There's no game that is coming out that interests me, but I'm lamenting the fact that I can't play it. Do you, how do you feel about this, Tanner? I don't remember your answer to this. But are there games besides COD that are coming out soon that you think look interesting? I said the next Grand Theft Auto, which hasn't even been announced. So, oh. so there's not much I'm looking forward to. Not much. Okay. Yeah. No. So. I mean, I don't really pay attention to game releases, honestly. I'm not one of those people who checks game releases for that month or anything. I or don't go to GameStop and look at oh, things. Oh, absolutely you know? not. Yeah, I'm not 14. Uh, so, yeah, I agree. But when there are games that I would be looking forward to, they appear on my radar. So, like, if there was a new Halo coming out on PC, I would be interested in that. And honestly, I would play it and I would stream it because I fucking loved Halo. So this gets into the next question. What's my favorite game of all time? I don't know, dude. That's a hard question to answer. The short answer is probably Star Wars The Old Republic. That's the first game I ever streamed. Uh, it is the first MMO. It's not the first MMO I ever played, but it's the first MMO that I was good at. Uh, and then I was very good at it. So one of the beautiful things about streaming and I've told this story many times, but not in a long time, is that you can crowdsource advice from people. So most of them are assholes about it, but I am i have a calloused, darkened heart. So when someone insults me and calls me dog shit, as long as there is a kernel of advice in there, then I'm happy to hear it. I laugh. And then if there's good advice, I take it. That's exactly what happened with SOTOR. I started streaming... All I did was PvP because I was an adult by this time. Uh, and I was very good when I first started streaming. But I wasn't like in the top like, you know, 5% or anything. I was still, I still had a ways to go. So when I did start streaming, a lot of people would come in be, and be nice and say, you're doing this wrong. Your UI setup is garbage. Why don't you have focus target enabled? I won't bore you with details. But then a lot of people, too, would be like, you're dog shit because you're doing this thing. And then I'd be like, okay, maybe I should look into not doing that thing. Like, you're a, you're a cunt, but I don't care. I don't, you know, that doesn't bother me. I have, I, nothing anyone has ever said on the internet has bothered me, ever. So when they say things like that, if it's something that has advice behind it, I'm actually happy to hear it because then I improve. And then... Over six months of streaming, I took all of that advice, both from nice people and rude people, and I implemented it. And then all of a sudden, I was a fucking demon at SWOTOR. An absolute demon at the PvP in that game. It was a small game 
but uh but it wasn't so small that there was no community there was absolutely a pvp community and uh i streamed that every day through college uh which was a great time in my life and that was a great game that i had a ton of fun playing the first game i ever streamed the most successful game i've ever streamed too i would average probably 50 viewers my peak was like 120 which is not much by most like big twitch streamer standards obviously but i mean by most people in general standards it's way fucking more than any it's way more than 98 to 99.5 percent of anyone who has ever streamed on twitch can ever hope of getting so it was some success and that was an element of why it was so fun uh and i was just so good at it that it's fun too it's really fun to be really 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 fucking good at a game because you're always just shitting on people and that was fantastic uh so that's probably my favorite game of all time and then Dude, that's the so crazy because i remember gabe all the way back then saying like, oh like casey started streaming and i was like what and that was like that was like back when, you know, now it's every single person streams in the world. You know, they have a computer and they stream. Mm -hmm. But like back then, not a lot of people did it at all. Yeah, it was far less popular for sure. For sure. Was it called Justin TV when you started or was it Twitch? Already no, at that it point? was already Twitch by the time I started. Okay. But it was not long after Justin TV got dissolved. Yeah. But yeah, that was a real good time for me. Uh, so that would be my answer to that. And by the way, if any of the, I mean, I doubt this is the case, but any of you, if any of you wanted to see what SWOTOR was like, I have a ton of highlights and clips on my channel of me playing SWOTOR. So you could go to those, just go to my profile, go to like past broadcasts. I, I would specifically go to highlights because I highlighted quite a bit back then. Uh, and then you could watch uh, Swotor and how fucking good I was at it. I have a mind for MMOs, unlike for FPSs. I'm better than average at first-person shooters, but if I could port my Swotor skill to a first-person shooter, I would f shit on myself in COD. Put it that way. The proportion of people that I was better than in SWOTOR is vastly higher than it is in COD. I was very, very fucking good at that game. But I also put in an obscene amount of hours into that game. I knew everything about it. So, uh, First game I ever played start to finish, I think that would be Crash Bandicoot Wrath of Cortex. Now let me just Google how old that game is. That came out. I got the title right. That came out in 2001. So I was nine years old. Back on the PS2. I think that's the first game I ever finished. It's not the first game I ever played. But it's the first game I ever beat. So. I've been. I've been gaming forever. Forever. Wait PS2. No, dude, there was a PlayStation 1 Crash Bandicoot that I beat. 
I'm not going to look it up because it doesn't really matter. It's not interesting to anyone, but it was a Crash Bandicoot game that was on PlayStation 1. I remember that much. Let's go Elder Scrolls 6. Yeah. It's a shame that ESO was such a fucking belly flop. An MMO is the last thing I have time for these days. Takes up way more time than even a single player game does, but... um. At the time ESO launched, I had time for MMOs and it just was not good. But Elder Scrolls 6 might be something I was interested I'd be interested in. Uh Skyrim was quite fun. So, anyway. Uh We kind of went over this point. So, is there anything else you wanted to to cover, young Tanner? Um No, I don't think I do. Again, Hit me with that offline follow. Let's hit 50 followers on twitch.tv slash Tanner Dropshot. Yeah, so make sure you guys are following Tanner Dropshot on Twitch. He needs to be affiliated, so he needs those 50 follows. Uh, my name is Casey, also known as Razanon. You can find me at Razanon on Twitch, on Twitter, Razanon TTV on Instagram, and Facebook. TikTok, I think I am Razanon or Razanon TTV. If you searched for Razanon on TikTok, you'd find me. Not super active there, but I do post every once in a while. Uh, and then once again, I would like to stress you to bookmark my Amazon referral link. You'll find it in the show notes. It would make me money. It would cost you nothing. Just change your current Amazon bookmark to that referral link. Um, and lastly, join the fucking Discord super super uh active these days so if you wanted to get in on the fun get in the fucking discord uh and then a huge shout out to cobalt tick thank you so much again brother for the 20 gifted subs an absolute demon boundless generosity i appreciate you very much sir you're a gentleman and a scholar and i hope you got that dub in the war zone uh, Damascus happy hour is upon us indeed is there a minimum on the Amazon I don't believe so that's why I want someone to that's why I want Tanner to fucking buy something so I can see precisely how it works but even if there is a minimum on the Amazon bookmark mine anyway because like I said just shop normally just bookmark mine it's very simple for you and it would help fund the Dropshot LLC so I could quit my 9-to-5 job and provide you with more content. So, uh, Tanner, once again, where can where can we find you? You can find me on twitch.tv slash Tanner Dropshot, or you can find me on twitter.com at Tanner Dropshot. All right. That is it for this episode. Uh, we do have a suggestions page on the discord we'll probably do a Q&A again pretty soon maybe next Saturday so if you wanted to ask us something you could submit a call in application if you wanted to call in for a little bit more of a detailed question that requires some back and forth or go to the go to the suggestions portion and then just ask a question of us and even if we don't cover it next Saturday we will eventually do another Q&A and then we will field every question that gets asked so if you ask it it might not be next week but it will be at some point we will not skip your question so thank you very much for watching 
Have an excellent evening. And as always, remember, stay humble. Stay humble. Sports Social Podcast Network. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at ChumpaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply.